Have you ever wondered how you could use content marketing for your small business to increase brand presence effectively? Hello and join me on this episode of The Virtual Entrepreneur. If you're new to this podcast, a very warm welcome. I am your host, Herbert Innocent, and this is the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs who see their business as a vehicle for change. I bring you the tips, the tricks, and the big secrets, the how-tos, and the success stories, the success knowledge from entrepreneurs around the globe with one mission. And that is to leave the world a better place. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to use content marketing for your small business to increase brand presence in an effective way. But before we jump into that, if you're new to this podcast, you probably missed our last episode, which was on knowing when does your small business need marketing, uh, content marketing, or just marketing in general and if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode i want you to go and listen to that episode and then when you're done come back and listen to this episode we'll still be here also the notes from the last episode can be found at herbertmarketinghelp.com that is h-e-r-b-e-r-t marketinghelp.com so if you go there you can find all the notes and all the other good stuff aside from that let's jump into today's episode which is on how to use content marketing for your small business effectively so you can increase your brand awareness now when the first thing when it comes to essentially you know using content marketing for your small business to increase your brand awareness the first step is essentially to consider your audience right because your content marketing your marketing in general while you build it for your business it is actually designed to assist and help your ideal clients, to assist and help your audience. It is designed with the aim of turning unknown visitors and lookers on your website into your audience and into your buyers, people who buy not just into your product, but also your vision, your message and your mission, right? And so the first thing is to consider your audience. Who are they, right? And where can you find them? Because depending on who your audience is, where you can find them is also very, very different. So who are they? And by who they are, essentially, you're going to go dive dive deep into this. But what we mean is, right, uh, male, female, is it both? And, you know, how do they define themselves? So we're going to dive deep into understanding who your audience are. And then we're going to look at where can you find them? And then the third piece to this puzzle is what do you have in common with them and the reason why i say that it is because a lot of us in business go in business with the aim of serving other people but we forget that in order for that to happen a relationship has to develop and in order for a relationship to develop we must have something in common with the other person i heard tony robbins say once that uh, rapport is power we need to be able to develop that rapport with the people that we want to help because it is the only way that our information that our knowledge that our message can have an impact on them and influence them into taking the positive action that we want them to take so with that said the first thing is knowing who are they knowing where can you find them and then knowing what do you have in common with them now this is not the typical layout but we'll dive deep into and to see the reason why these are the things to consider before even sitting down and start creating that plan so let's look at who are your ideal audience now 
one of the key things here I want to emphasize is audience. There's a difference between audience and traffic, right? And a lot of us in business, we use these terminologies as if they mean the same thing, but they don't. So traffic are essentially visitors. These are strangers. They don't know you yet. They're just looking around, getting a feel for what they're walking into, but they haven't bought anything so far in terms of your ideas, your message, or your product. They haven't bought into any of that. They're just looking around window shopping per se, right? So, and then your audience, these are people who are actually looking forward to your message. They are looking forward to what you have to say next. They're looking forward to what your product can do for them and what it has done for them if they've already bought. These are people where they will show up and they expect you to be there. When you say there's an event, they will come there, right? So these are essentially your raving fans so within your audience are your raving fan right and then they could be your prospect so they haven't bought yet they could be your leads because they haven't bought yet but they've already bought on maybe a single concept or idea or your message or your mission or your values right so they've bought something from you it may just not be your product yet but they've bought something and that's why they will show up for themselves not necessary for you right so that's the first thing they to understand and then the next thing to understand about who are your ideal audience for your small business the next thing to understand is what are their fears their hopes and dreams now when you first come into this idea of fears hopes and dreams i used to wonder why should we know what their fears are i thought that was a very negative thing until someone uh i heard someone say you know your fears actually have much more power over us than anything Right? Sometimes we set about to go and do tasks. So imagine yourself, there's probably a chance where you set out to go and do something, but your fears held you back. And the reason is simple. Our fears are stronger than our hopes and dreams, right? We will do something much more likely to prevent something else from happening, to prevent something that we are afraid of from happening. Right? So our fears hold us back and so by being able to know those, we can use these to help them navigate this human conditioning that we have that prevents us from getting the best results we can get from ourselves. Right? And so that's the goal there. So there's the fears, hopes and dreams. While our dreams pull us forward, our fears can push us forward too. And then the next thing is what are their habits and these are their demographics and psychographics and by habits here i mean are they most likely to be listening to a podcast or are they most likely to be watching a video are they most likely to be scrolling through endless photos on some you know social media little app or something like that or are they most likely to be in a little forum just texting back and forward you know talking about something with a small group of people so depending on who your audience are they may be able to fit here very well and sometimes the best thing is to look where you are because most likely the most likely person we are to serve and enjoy serving are people who are similar to us in some respect but not like that not like us in everything right so for example someone who has an interest in our product someone who communicates similar to us so we can find them on the platforms that we are already using and that makes it easier for us to reach out to them but also they have maybe similar fears hopes and dreams and that makes it easier for us to communicate to them and then when we communicate to them in this regards our message is authentic powerful 
and also enabling it's also original it's no longer fighting for price and competing on that right so those are the three things there so knowing you know your audience their fears hopes and dreams and their habits and by habits here I just mean things that they naturally tend to gravitate towards things that they just tend to do without even thinking too much about it right and then from there the next thing becomes where do you find your audience right so this links back to the previous point which is do they are they most likely to be listening to an audio or watching a video or reading a blog and even if it's reading a blog are they most likely to be in a small community or just reading google for random blogs because you target those individually different right there are people who enjoy reading maybe short little mini stories in places like facebook groups right or there are people who just enjoy going to google and finding a big long blog and there are people who go to places like quora and then find those key um content there to consume to find solution to the question or a problem that they wanted solve and then on audio there are people who hang out on platforms such as clubhouse where you can instantly share a voice message right and so and then on video there are places like youtube or there is master classes or there's all these other little communities where you can interact with people using videos so it really is worth knowing where and by master classes may be saying well aren't those private they are not all private some of them are not private at all and if you look enough in some communities you'll find that they host um you know these connection platforms using videos and you can go there and interact with all these other people so that is the goal there right and then from there you can find who you are looking for then the next thing becomes asking who do they follow and this is actually quite important not just who do they follow but why do they follow them because the chances are they're following them for a very similar reason they're going to be following you and your content right it may be that they get a different end result but the key reason the core desire or the core values of why they follow those people they follow right is very is going to be very similar to you right and so in order for you to get in front of them you might want to represent similar values should i say that right and this comes back to the vision comes back to your core value for why your business exists in the first place and then the next point is what are they getting and why and this becomes a, a very important because understanding what are they getting means you can also see what they are not getting that they probably want right and understanding why they're going for that there can also help you understand how it addresses back to their fears hopes and dreams and that becomes a way of using similar phrases similar language patterns to communicate and build that strong relationship and rapport with your new ideal clients and a new ideal audience should i say right then the next question becomes what do you have in common with them right and this is where you look at your strengths right and in using specific platforms video audio or writing platforms and by looking at your strength you look at first of all what do you have in common with them and you pick on your strength to start working with those and then communicating and connecting with your ideal audience in those platform with your ideal 
uh, prospects in those platforms because it's going to be the easiest way to start getting those ideal clients right i heard someone once uh one of it wasn't really a mentor but it was someone and they were teaching on you should be publishing on this platform and this platform and this platform and this platform and this platform this is a beginner entrepreneur and you want them to publish on every single platform and what another mentor said you know if you're gonna go and start publishing on every single platform before mastering one i guarantee you you're gonna fail and the reason is very simple it's not that you can't do it it's that it's a long game it's a long process and as you do it you learn you learn what works you learn what doesn't work you learn what resonates you learn what doesn't resonate you pick up strategy and you create a strategy for creating content consistently but also you also learn how to overcome those barriers in your mind because the biggest barriers are going to be in you sitting down to create content right uh someone once said you know if you're going to create a, if you're going to if there's a lot of things in front of you that are going to stop you slow you down from getting to the task that you want to do for example let's say you want to record a video then you have to set up a room set up the lighting set up the microphone set up the computer and then you know position everything and then get everyone quiet and then start recording then you have to edit if you have to do all those things and video is not your strongest method of communicating or digesting content then you won't enjoy if you don't enjoy the process you won't do it it's going to become a lot of work and each day you're going to start realizing oh i have to create the outline for the content i have to memorize some words then it becomes so heavy that it's difficult to produce the content but if you start with something that you really enjoy then it becomes so much easier an example for me is this for me to create a single podcast episode all it takes is building an outline and i'm done i'm ready to start recording right whereas to do a video then it's probably going to require a lot more to write it's also going to require a lot more from my part than to produce a single episode right because it's it's playing to your strengths that's what i'm trying to get at here the other thing is building rapport right you want to build rapport by sharing content in a way that you enjoy it best because you're going to share it better but also as you improve it's also going to make it easier for your audience to engage with your content much more right and then the last point on this is creating a strategy for how you're creating this content so you can share it right so how do you use content marketing for your small business to increase brand presence it's by creating a strategy but you need to know all the above to get to the point where you're creating a strategy for your content now let me explain what do i mean by creating a strategy there's a difference between a strategy and a plan and the here is a very simple and very oversimplified example strategy is a recipe for recreating the entire experience whereas a plan is a map made out of words and that is the difference right a map it's easier to lost to get lost with a map with a map a strategy gives you every single thing when you need it how much you need it at the right time it will tell you when to put something so let's say for example you are baking or whatever when you're cooking right if you if you're saying it's a recipe right it will tell you how much you need to put when you need to put it 
for how long it will tell you all those little details whereas a plan it doesn't it's a guide it's a map made out of words you'll get lost with a plan but you never get lost with a strategy right so it's to create a strategy for creating your content so that your content is not just consistent but it is also communicating key points it's also delivering the same consistent experience as well as it is also communicating your brand message and that is key right and so it's creating that strategy that makes sure that even if you give your strategy to someone else you hire a virtual assistant they can recreate that experience and that's the goal for that right so when you're building a team they can always recreate that experience for your audience even if you're not there they know exactly how to filter they know exactly what to do when to do and how to do it to deliver that experience so with that said i hope you got a ton of value that is how you go about creating content marketing for your small business to increase your brand awareness in an efficient way I hope you got a ton of value of this for, from this episode. You can find the notes for this episode at herbertmarketinghelp.com. That is H-E-R-B-E-R-T, marketinghelp.com. Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode. I will talk to you on our next episode. And as always, have a wonderful evening.